Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Reverend Dr. Wilson Alemi coming to you all the way from Ashland, Ohio. With me are members of Mount Moriah AME Church in Mepoite, where I am their pastor. Tonight, we have some of the most gorgeous, most beautiful people in the whole of America. So tonight, it being the first day of Lent, we shall be standing and exploring the book of Isaiah 58, the old chapter. And please come along with us as we explore this wonderful, wonderful piece of the Bible. So we will start straight with Ms. Ngoche, Ms. Ellen Ngoche, all the way from Mepoite. And then the rest, they will be introducing themselves by their names and uh, telling us a little bit of themselves before they read the uh, peace and blessings. Please, Ms. Ngoche, take over and start reading from verse 1. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sin. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we stumbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. For fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today. And expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? One a day for people to humble themselves. Let's go say that's my sponsor. Yes, my name is Sharon Wilson, and I'm a member of Mount Mariah AME. Pastor Wilson Gumby Marini is my pastor, my leader. My teacher, my preacher, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Starting with verse 5, is this the kind of fast I have chosen only on a day for people to humble themselves? It is only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is this not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wandering with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear.
hear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. My name is Annie Raver, and I'm from Mount Moriah AME Church, and my pastor is Pastor Marini, and my verse to read will be verse 9 through 11. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing, with the pointing finger, and malicious talk, and if you spend yourself, if you, yeah, if you spend yourself uh, in behalf of the hungry, and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness, and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. Amen. 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 The next person, please. Hello, this is Alma Harris. I'm a member of Mount Moriah Church, and I will be reading verses 12 through 13. Your children will rebuild the deserted ruins of your city. Then you will be known as the people who rebuilt their walls and cities. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interests on that day, but enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Lord in everything you do, and don't follow your own desires or talk idly. Thank you, Miss. Thank you, Miss Anna. And uh, then uh, let's go to Miss Ruby. Uh, my name is Ruby Freeman, and I'm from Mount Moriah. Eleven, uh, Moremi Wilson is my pastor, and I'm reading verse fourteen. Then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to rise on the heights of the land, and to fast and to feast on the inheritance. Of your father Jacob. Amen. 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 Praise be to God. Uh, it was so nice uh, to hear each one of you read so clearly and so beautifully. And uh, tonight, uh, as we come to this uh, uh, devotional, let me again uh, welcome all of you uh, as we start reflecting uh, uh, the, as we follow these fourth days uh, of Lent. When Jesus will be uh, taken and down to the Jordan, uh, he has been baptized, uh, the devil will come and tempt him, and uh, he will be taken to the mountain. And we find him going all the way until he is taken to the cross, uh, where he dies. Uh, and of course, he is buried, uh, and then he resurrects. So tonight, as we come, we are coming all of us uh, as his disciples. Because also, he is calling us... Uh, is calling all of us uh, again uh, to cool down, to 
go down and, and, and reflect. Reflect on what he has done and what he has called us uh, to do here on earth. Here on earth. Before we go very far, let me let me pray for all of you. Most gracious, uh, most loving, uh, most kind God, we embrace you this and beautiful evening. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you, God Almighty, for giving us uh, your son, Christ Jesus, to come and uh, die for all of us. And not only just to die for all of us, oh God, uh, he rose up again and he is at your right hand where he is, uh, he is uh, waiting to come back and judge his creation. So, Father Almighty, I lift uh, these dear ones unto you. Each one of them and their families, uh, each one of them and their relatives, each one of them and their households. So, dear Father, may you, King of Glory, uh, extend your grace and mercy, your compassion towards them. And may you hear their call, may you hear their cry as uh, it pertains to their needs. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Amen. very quickly, as Amen. you can hear from uh, this uh, passage, the prophet, the prophet Isaiah, he was a firebrand. Prophet Isaiah, he was one of the toughest prophets. He never held back. He spoke, he spoke the way God spoke through him. And of course, uh, eventually, it did not go very good uh, with him. He was killed uh, by King Manasseh. The Bible says, uh, the tradition says that uh, he was sold uh, with a soul halfway. From end all the way down. That's how he died. So, the nation of Israel had become so corrupt. They were doing things which were so corrupt. Injustice was everywhere. People, they couldn't go to church or to the temple or to the synagogues. And they used to do uh, those religious activities uh, uh, just thinking that they were doing the right thing. But God was so displeased with all of them. He was saying, take away all your ceremonies. Take away all your offerings. I don't want them. Because they are not being done the right way. So tonight uh, we hear the prophet again uh, uh, and demolishing, uh, calling attention to the people of Israel, telling them what a true fast is all about. The prophet says, shout it around, shout it around, do not hold back. If I told you that, if I said shout, shout it around, oh, my own people will be coming to your neighborhood. Saying, what is going on here? Because you are shouting. But what are you shouting? What was the prophet shouting? The Bible says, he said, raise your voice like a trumpet. Decree, decree to my people their rebellion. And to the descendants of Jacob their sins. Now, here, here, this one now, verse 2. It says, uh, for day after day, they seek me out. These are people who are worshipping. These are people who are going to the temple. For day after day, they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways. As if they were a nation 
as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands, the teachings, the guidelines of its God. So when we arrive there, we keep quiet a little bit um, because we say now, nah, wait a minute, uh, the nation of Israel was uh, claiming to be a nation after God. And now in America, we say America is a, a Christian nation, correct? But uh, when you look around, when you look around, especially the last few uh, years, uh, this is not true. No. Because we see so much hatred. We see so much, uh, so much uh, maneuvering, uh, so much injustice. Uh, just the other day, a crook was let go. Yeah. If that crook was you, if that crook was your son, if that crook was uh, a black man, or a, a person of Kara, by now he could be rotting in Akura. He was yeah. let go because of a because of a perversion of justice. And last week mm -hmm. during the service, uh, I tried to touch on uh, what do you mean by perversion? Because sometimes we use these uh, ones and they don't seem uh, to make sense. What do you mean by perversion of justice? Perversion of justice is when uh, there is a distortion of justice. It's when there is a misrepresentation of justice. It's when there is a falsification of justice. It's when there is corruption of justice. It's when, uh, if I want to use a very strong word, there is the raping of justice. There is abuse of justice. There is a discretion of justice. There is a exploitation of justice there is misandering of justice there is a misapplication of justice there is a misconduct of justice there is a mismanagement of justice there is a prostitution of justice ooh, ooh, ooh. that's exactly what the nation of israel was doing but now after they have done it yeah this they ask the question and they are, they are asking on they, they say this they ask uh, they ask me for just decisions and seem eager for god to come near them why are we fasted they say and you have not seen it why have we humbled ourselves and uh, you have not uh, noticed now, here comes God, God's answer. He says, Yet, on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Now, there we stop a, a little bit and we look around. We look around the uh, people who have been employed for so many years uh, and they have been earning only $7.50 per hour. They have got a mortgage, they need to cook, uh, to eat, they need to pay electricity, they need maybe to put gas in the car, they need to buy groceries, they need to support a child. By the time you realize, there is no money. Not because there is no money in the country, it is what we call exploitation. That's what that verse is there is saying. 
Now, this was happening in Israel, but we see it happening around us. So you realize that people, they become so stressed, people, they become so uh, traumatized because you don't know even how to turn. Every corner you turn, you find there is somebody waiting for you with a, a scheme. And you have, you have seen it, uh, for example, you find a city, a city, I won't mention any city for now, let me leave it alone. But you find it in a city whereby half of the people who have been taken to court, they belong to one race. You say, how? How did this happen? When you do that, you break the family. When you do that, you break the community. When you do that, you create instability in the community. That is wrong. That is, that is wrong. This is what Israel was doing. Then verse 4 says, uh, you are fasting, here this priest, you are fasting uh, ends in a quarreling and strife on january 6th what did you see in washington goons and mob they invaded the capital there were riots there were insurrectionists sensationists the push protests they were trying to overthrow the government and these are the people who tell us every day they, they are the people of uh, law and order. But that day we realized their true colors, they came out because they were made of narcissists. They were made of uh, KK people. They were made of uh, uh, brown boys. They were made of uh, oath keepers. They were made of all these radicals. You know, I remember when uh, uh, Warnock was running in Georgia, and Kerry Rafra, the former senator, was referring to Reverend Dr. Warnock of Ebenezer Baptist Church as a Atlantico liberal. But when what we saw in Washington was the true Atlantico, that's what the Prophet Isaiah is trying to warn us here. Because people, they say one thing and they do the opposite. As we come to verse 5, it says, Is this the kind of the fast I have chosen? Only a day for a people to humble themselves? Is this, is it, is, is it only for bowing one's end like a bush, like a reed, and falling in sacrosanct and ashes? Hmm, it's a question. Is that what you call a fast? And they are acceptable in the Lord. Now, here verse 6, it tells us exactly what a fast is all about. Please hear me clearly. Is not this the kind of, of fasting I, I have chosen? Truths, please hear this. Truths, truths, the chains of injustice. That's what I was describing a few minutes ago. Truth, the sense of injustice, and to untie the cons of the yoke. Where, where is injustice? There is discrimination. There is the imbalance in the court of, of laws. There is the imbalance in the police system, judicial, judicial system, in employment areas, housing, in every, every sector. There is injustice. That's what God is calling us uh, 
as we approach this rent season. We don't keep quiet. We don't keep quiet and we say no to injustice. We say no, but also at the same time, please don't participate in anything which brings injustice, which arms another person, which puts down another, another person. Because these are God's children, these are God's people. You are a child of God, they are children of God. They may not ascribe to what you ascribe to. But Jesus came to set all of us free. So as we approach this land, please, when you look around, yes, people may not behave the way you behave, but please have grace on them. Be compassionate, be loving, be kind. That's the only way we can reach people. At the same time, let's be the ones to champion for what is harming people. If you see a child who cannot go to school right now, things are not very good with COVID-19. Our people, they have been disfranchised in so many ways. Because our areas where people they live, there is no broadband, there is no Wi-Fi, there is no connectivity. So they cannot be able to do school, schooling like other areas. So we stand and say no. Verse 7 says, Is it not to share your food with the hungry? And to provide the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Now, here this one is so strong because we call ourselves the United States of America. But how many, how many Americans are in the street at this time? With this weather, whereby in Texas, six people died yesterday. Six people died yesterday. In America, that is wrong. That is wrong. The most powerful, the most wealthy nation in the world. But now, live around that. What about in our neighborhoods? What about in our neighborhoods? How many people you see sincerely, they haven't got no graphs, they haven't got no shoes, and we just ignore them? Yourself uh, or me, when you get out uh, to go to your car, just only five minutes, you won't run back to your house. Imagine somebody slept out, out, outside. That's what God is calling us, to have, to have pity, to be merciful, to be kind. Then he says, if we do that, we reach out to our, our fellow human beings, our neighbors, our, our brothers and sisters. Then your light will break forth like dawn. And your, 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 hearing, your hearing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be your real God. Then you will call, hear this priest, then you will call. And the Lord will answer. You will cry for help. And he will say, here I am. If you do away, if you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing of finger and the malicious talk. And if, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the angry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness 
and your night will become like the noonday. Verse 11. The Lord will guide you always. Hear this. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs. You will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. And will strengthen your frame. You will be like a water-watered garden. Like a spring whose water, whose waters never fail. Now hear this, please. Hear this. Um, because I know all of you, you have got uh, children and grandchildren. This is what it says here. It says, uh, your people, your children, your, your people will embrace the ancient ruins. Like now, look at your city. Look at, look, look at our cities. Look at where we live. We realize things have, they have not been very good. Now, we ask who will repair this? Our children, our grandchildren. They are the ones to do it. And sometimes ourselves. Your, your people will rebuild the, the ancient ruins and will raise up the ancient foundations. And you will be called, hear this priest, you will be called the repairers of the broken walls, the broken bridge, the repairers of the bridge. The restorers uh, of the streets uh, with dwellings. If you keep uh, you keep uh, your feet uh, from breaking the Sabbath, uh, you know sometimes uh, we say we say we say we, we we observe the Sabbath, but we can go to church only that minutes. That's it. As I've told you, Sabbath is supposed to be from six to six. Six to six, whereby you are reflecting uh, on the rest God has given you. That, that rest, that day is the day of rest. Remember those days, uh, th some of you who are old enough, there was a time when no shop used to be open in America. But now everything goes, and uh, the more we open them, the more we close them. For good. For good. Because we don't seem uh, to really realize what is at, at stake. So the Bible says in verse 13, if you keep uh, your feet uh, from breaking the Sabbath, and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath and right, and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if uh, you honor it by not going uh, your own way, and not doing as you please, or speaking idle words, hear this, and speaking idle words, sometimes we are, we are so good uh, in speaking words uh, which are so not very good, then you will you will find uh, your joy. You'll find your joy. You'll find your joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to, to ride uh, in the triumph of the height of the land. And uh, to feast on the inheritance uh, of your father Jacob. The mouth of the Lord, uh, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So tonight uh, as we start this uh, Lent season, that is the beginning uh, of the host. Thing now, as we go forward, the priest realize that in God is calling you and me to be the champions uh, of doing what is right, to be the ones who are guiding others, especially our children, our grandchildren, slowly, not pushing them, slowly, please, slowly. And by the time you realize, the peace of Christ will be in our abodes, the peace of Christ will be. In our households. The peace of Christ will be in our neighborhood. The peace of Christ will be in our cities. 
So let me leave, leave you guys there. It's a great joy for all of you to join me tonight and to hear your voices again. Every time I hear your voice and I know you're happy, that's my joy. That's my joy. And again, uh, may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, and may continue to sustain you. Again, uh, peace and blessings, and God bless you. Bye-bye.